And welcome back. You're listening to UWO Now. I'm your host, Wendell Ray, and today we're talking with UWO Chancellor Andrew Levitt, who's been talking to us today about some national uh, trends and issues, opportunities, challenges that many campuses uh, across the United States face. And we were talking at the break about uh, uh, student debt and the uh, announcement in August from uh, President Biden about uh, debt relief. And you had some more thoughts on that. Yeah, two things I think really to kind of close that out. Um, I took out student loans when I was a student and I paid them back. Uh, my three adult children um, went to college and took out student loans and they paid theirs back. Uh, and I would just tell you one thing, all four of us support the idea of, of providing some debt relief. And again, I think that the numbers that have been used are in the right neighborhood in terms of clearing up a lot of the problem. Uh, if you have really, really large debt, you know, medical school, law school, kind of MBA kind of debt, uh, clearly 10,000 isn't going to be the number that really moves the needle, uh, but it's going to be so helpful to a lot of young graduates. And I would rather see if we can free them uh, from the obligation of debt uh, in order to really drive things in our economy. And I realize the moral hazard here that I, I paid for mine, therefore you should pay for yours. Uh, but I think that uh, we need to look beyond that because uh, it, it'll benefit everybody in the end if we are more economically pros uh, prosperous. And one last thing, um, there was a big announcement this last month uh, from the UW system. This is uh, President Jay Rothman and really one of his first big initiatives since becoming president uh, is extending uh, what was called Bucky's Promise, mm -hmm. Bucky's Tuition Promise to the entire state uh, through the comprehensive system, the Wisconsin Tuition Promise. Uh, where uh, we would provide the last dollar in uh, on tuition and fees, uh, which is, uh, again, very helpful. It'll reduce the amount of debt that's necessary for students to accumulate. Uh, so I really do applaud him and the regents uh, for doing that. So I just wanted to finish on those two items, uh, something that's very positive. What's going on here at UWO? What are some things that you're planning for? What can we expect uh, in this academic year? Uh, and I know there's another uh, challenging or uh, uh, planning stage that you're going on looking at looking toward the future uh, hasn't been uh, well has been announced yet but uh, what are some things we can talk about that's going to be happening this year uh, at UWO right I love this time of year I just is this my favorite time of year and then like I, I like to see everybody is a pennant winner uh, and uh, <laughs> you know uh, it's just optimism is always high at the beginning of the year um, and you know we have a great group of students coming in we got a strong first year class coming in uh, overall enrollment um, is going to be down a little bit, uh, and that's simply because of the retention issues uh, that we continue to have, and I think that's somewhat impacted by COVID. Uh, but it's also a national trend. Uh, it's the participation rate in college these days is, is dropping. Uh, there is a notion out there that uh, a four-year degree just isn't worth the time and expense, and I couldn't disagree with that more. Mm -hmm. I've realized my inherent conflict in that statement but just if you look at the earning potential and the uh, ability uh, for a higher, higher level of self-determination in what you do in your life, um, there's uh, an undergraduate degree is something that's, um, it's certainly going to increase the percentage, the likelihood of that happening. Anyone can exceed from anywhere in life. There's no question that, um, you know, we have the Bill Gates of the world and, and others who didn't finish college, but obviously did very well but it's about probability. 
and you increase your probability of doing well uh, with the more education that you have. Uh, so we're going to work on uh, retention. So what is retention? That's uh, keeping students from their freshman year and having them return their sophomore year. And one of the things we're doing, we're really excited about this year, is we have hired um, eight individuals to, enjoy, to join some other individuals on our campus who will be called navigators. And we'll take that first year class and we're going to divide them up amongst these navigators. And these navigators are going to keep close tabs, are going to keep in contact with the students during the course of the year, making sure that they get connected to the services they need uh, in order to be academically uh, as well as um, co-curricularly and socially successful. We want, we want students who are going to thrive here and we, we want to be able to, to help them in that. Uh, other than that, of course, we have the big dig here on campus. If you've tried to get through the UW Oshkosh Oshkosh campus yeah. in in recent months, you'll find that you're you're detoured because Algoma Boulevard is is going undergoing a complete renovation, all new utilities, sewer, you know, storm drains, everything, and uh, we anticipate that will be back open in about four weeks. Uh, they finally got the road in, but we're working on the sidewalks. A little concerned about the sidewalks because I'll have 10,000 people back on campus and it'll rain yeah. and people will be walking in mud. So we're mm -hmm. working hard with the company for, for that, uh, for the crossings. So they will do that. Uh, this had some fantastic um, academic successes on campus in terms of grantsmanship. Um, our faculty, of course, are research active. Um, they're responsible for publishing in journals and, and getting uh, grants. We've had three large grants that have brought in a month uh, within the last month uh, that are about $4.6 million. Oh, excuse me, $3.6 million. I got ahead of myself okay. there. $3.6 million. So that's it's a big number and uh, one that we certainly, it doesn't surprise me, but I'm always pleased uh, when it happens. We also had the debut of the Titan uh, the marching, uh, Titan Thunder Marching Band. Hey, yeah. And that's just off the charts in terms of the level of, of excitement. Uh, that we're why that we is have that, right why, why is that a big deal? Could you explain and and and, and let everyone know? Uh, I I understand it, but why is it why is it a big deal? Why you know to have sure. a marching band on on your campus? It's a big deal for a number of reasons. Um, the number one reason why it's a big deal is related to enrollment. Uh, that marching band for many years has been the most requested activity from students that we don't offer. So that's, that's known in the admissions office. That's known by web traffic to the, uh, the search terms used and in, for instance, hitting our, our Department of Music page. Uh, that's just, it's just known um, uh, in terms of that's just a big community piece that we're missing. Uh, so um, I certainly was committed to starting a marching band for the eight years. I'm in my eighth year, gonna start my ninth year in November. Uh, and working with enrollment management, uh, we certainly had built a case of as to why uh, we needed to start a marching band. Uh, and then there's a school spirit uh, um, element of it. Um, uh, aside from the, uh, uh, the retention this will cause, when, when students join the marching band, they, they have an instant family. And so they, they work together, they play together, they eat together. They're, right now they're in, they're in band camp. So they're uh, very much uh, together. It's like a team. It's a team, yeah, like any other. And so uh, it, it's, it's, if you look at what happened last spring, we did a precursor of the Titan Marching, uh, Thunder Marching Band with our great director, Joe Shivert, who we hired away, Shivert, excuse me, we hired him away from, from Georgia. 
he came and started the Titan Bolt Band, which is a basketball band. And if you've been to a basketball game um, at UW Oshkosh starting last year, that's a completely different environment than it mm -hmm. used to be. Um, it's much mm -hmm. more collegiate. It's, it, you feel like Dick Vitale's about to, <laughs> to poke his head up at any minute. It, yeah. if, it just has the look and feel of a, a great college basketball game, which we have great basketball teams, so it was only fitting. It's it's important, uh, <clears throat> and I understand it. Um, having the you know a band play the fight song and, and that kind of thing, it's it's it it helps not only um, uh, with that energy that you're talking about, but it kind of instills some pride, as you mentioned, and uh, it helps with current students. It helps with alumni to kind of provide something that uh, they all can share in. And Absolutely. And an extension, really, of athletics in that way. We have big front porches. We have the arts. We have great arts here. Uh, and, you know, this radio station, for instance, is a part of the, that big front porch. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this is going to be a, a welcome extension, which leads me to, of course, on Titan Athletics, uh, which is just so fun. Uh, we, just, we have great teams, great programs. Um, our students do well academically. They do well in competition. Uh, we're coming off a national championship in gymnastics last year. Um, basketball had a, men's basketball and women's had a very good years last year. Uh, and of course, we have uh, the introduction of our new football coach. Uh, we have um, a coach, uh, Peter Jennings, is now uh, in firmly in control of that football program. I took him to a rotary meeting on, on Wednesday, and he just blew the roof off of, <laughs> of that place in terms of his level of enthusiasm and, and his energy. And, uh, and I, my comment to the group was that we'll make him available to run your company uh, in the off season if you would like, as he's just really, really great. So September 3rd, uh, if this airs prior to September 3rd, that would be great. If it doesn't, that's fine, but we'll play East, ba East Texas Baptist at one o'clock at Titan Stadium, and it'll be the debut of the marching band as well as our new football coach. Uh, well, it won't. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. But we can. We'll be there. The the station will be there to capture all of that uh, fanfare and the game it, itself. Uh, but you mentioned that you took the coach to uh, see the Rotary Club here in Oshkosh. Talk about the university's relationship with the community here. I know I went to a college uh, that was basically the town, uh, and you want to make sure that. Um, uh, university has good relationships with the the, um, the community uh, where it resides, and it's important for a number of reasons. One of which is you want to make sure they know they are welcome to attend the university. But tell us about how uh, you feel about uh, UWO's relationship with the Oshkosh community. Well, I think it's strong, uh, and uh, I'll tell you this: that when I first applied for this position um, eight or nine years ago. What attracted me to UW Oshkosh more than anything was the fact that it was a large, comprehensive institution ensconced in a, in a busy, bustling, uh, great place. So I want you to think about where a lot of colleges and universities tend to be located. They tend to be the, that one big entity within a community. Uh, even you can think here in Wisconsin about that. Here, uh, we're ensconced in the middle of the city, in the center of the city. A beautiful location on the Fox River, uh, and uh, we are a part of a region that provides unparalleled opportunity for our students and our faculty and our staff. We uh, can offer or require internships, for instance, 
uh, in a whole host of disciplines, and most notably in the College of Business. Because we are ensconced in a huge region when it, where there's a lot of commerce, business, manufacturing, uh, and then all the other ancillary industries that go with that, uh, healthcare, mm -hmm. uh, banking, uh, you name the industry, and we have it uh, really in, in great quantity here in this region. Uh, so this is, a, this is a city that recognizes the value and impact of this university. I definitely feel that, and I, I know that from my interactions with the uh, city leaders and the county leaders here. And at the same time, uh, we could not do it without them. Uh, we couldn't be the kind of university that we are, and we really are striving to be without uh, the kind of community connections that we have and that will continue to grow. Um, so, Chancellor, uh, one or two other questions for you. One uh, is, how does someone in your seat measure success? How do you know if you're getting it done? That's hard. Uh, it's uh, and, and well, in some ways, uh, it, when I when I go to a commencement, for instance, and and we're graduating two thousand students that year, uh, then then it's very visual, uh, and and of course I play a small part in that. Uh, it's our faculty and that's our staff and it's, it's everybody else who, who's moved the students to those points. But to see families uh, experience one of the more joyous moments uh, of their lives by accomplishing something like a a graduate, undergraduate or graduate degree is really, really fulfilling. Uh, a lot of things are quantified, uh, of course. You know, we, we have numbers that we look at in terms of student success and um, where they can, uh, we are always striving to improve those. Uh, comprehensive institutions are just, it's not a place like uh, Madison where they have very high student success numbers. Uh, a student who goes to Madison typically is somebody who's gonna be very well ac academically prepared, tests well, uh, when they go, they, they are, are on a mission to get through in the four years. Uh, we have the kind of student here at UW Oshkosh, Oshkosh that will start and stop out. Uh, and that's okay. Uh, obviously, we would prefer that people finish in four contiguous years because that's the cheapest way, the least expensive way to do college. Is, is, it's about eliminating the number of months that you're in school. But we certainly understand people have busy and complicated lives, and we are quickly adapting to uh, meet the needs of more non-traditional learners. Uh, that was uh, actually uh, one of the few positives of COVID, if you will, that came out in that way. So uh, I think that that is um, 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 a, a real uh, metric that we're gonna be keeping our eye on. But you know, uh, most days uh, it's, you know, uh, it's like anything else that one one does. Uh, if, if you don't complete a task in a single day, it's sometimes it's hard to, <laughs> Hard to see the progress, but the progress is there. We talked at the beginning of the, the show today about today's student, meeting the challenges of today's student, uh, making sure that the university uh, and universities would be approaching this the same way, but specifically here at UWO, I know you want to make sure that we are doing things that address the needs of students, today's students. What do you think the, the future looks like immediate distant future for education on, on a college campus? I think that uh, a school like ours, uh, again, a comprehensive uh, schools like ours, they educate about 60% of Americans. They go to schools just like ours. Mm -hmm. um, and 
that's because of the flexibility that we and the the lower cost that we can offer uh, and they get a very very high quality education out of it students are gonna there's gonna be a greater distribution of the way students consume higher ed and uh, the idea the notion of students going away for college is actually in my opinion diminishing uh, that students are much more likely to stay local uh, particularly if they they they, they want to have a really good college experience uh, they certainly want to you know grow as a person but at the same time they want to make sure they're leading with skills that will uh, help them get a good job and have a great career uh, so I think we're going to be more focused in on the the variety of the kinds of students that we're going to be servicing serving I should say over the next years and decades to come uh, as they definitely change so that's different modalities of teaching um, online will become a certainly a much more significant part of what we do certainly online is not new but there were there were techniques that were perfected during COVID like high flex mm -hmm. um, and other kinds of, of mixed modality learning and I was um, going to ask, we yeah. talked about COVID earlier, excuse me for interrupting, yeah. but there was a lesson to be learned during that period, right? And let's apply the successes that we had. And because students, some didn't like online, but some students are okay with that. Right. And as a matter of fact, right now we're offering um, a new suite of programs called UWO Plus. Uh, these are... Uh, uh, seven or eight different programs we're offering initially and they are seven week semesters they're highly condensed online uh, it, it's at a special price point um, and they make them more affordable and we're really going aggressively after those people who simply cannot attend uh, and physically attend a bricks and mortar college or university and that's a, a greater percentage of our, our of our population as, as, as we go on each year okay uh, well uh Chancellor, thanks so much for coming by and talking to us today. It's been a great conversation. Uh, good luck to you and the rest of the administration as you steward this campus uh, into the future. Thanks again for coming by and talking to us. Oh, Wendell, thank you. It was a pleasure, and I'd love to come back anytime. Okay, thanks a lot. You've been listening to UWO Now. I'm your host, Wendell Wright. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope to hear from you again.